Today is Tuesday, April 4th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Today is the day. Donald Trump arrived in New York yesterday afternoon, covered by the media like he was OJ driving a Bronco, no less. And he will be arraigned at 2.15 p.m. today at the courthouse in downtown Manhattan. It's unclear yet how much of the indictment we as the public will be able to see, as Trump's legal team is fighting a request by media organizations to bring cameras into the courtroom on the grounds of security concerns and that it will, quote, create a circus-like atmosphere. Great, Donald will be right at home. I say that considering last week's reporting that Trump has said the potential spectacle of his indictment could be a fun experience, and he has allegedly openly mused about whether he should smile in the mugshot. Hardly a stretch to believe that he would talk about these things in such a way. Speaking of the mugshot, there are still some open questions there. According to the New York Times, Trump won't be handcuffed, but he will possibly have a police photo taken. Such photos are typically not released publicly in New York, though intense public pressure could change that in this case. Reporting from Rolling Stone also claims that some of Trump's aides, his better angels, no doubt, think he should push to have a mugshot taken and then immediately release it and print it on campaign merch. If he doesn't do a mugshot mug, then this will frankly be a missed opportunity. As for Trump supporters, despite calls from him, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Roger Stone to come to New York to protest the indictment today, so far the RSVP vibes have been low. And sure, today's turnout still remains to be seen, but this is a city where people will set up lawn chairs in Midtown for multiple nights in a row so they can watch Harry Styles perform like two songs at the crack of dawn when it's three degrees out. So not a great sign. Regardless, all 36,000 of New York City's police officers are on alert, and they have set up security barriers for several blocks around both the courthouse and Trump Tower. Hopefully any future indictments will take place somewhere with less traffic. While everyone's occupied by this indictment, several other cases against Donald Trump continue to move forward. We haven't heard much lately about the DOJ investigation into Trump hoarding top-secret documents at Mar-a-Lago, but now there's been a fairly important advancement. Investigators from the DOJ and FBI have reportedly uncovered new evidence in the form of texts, emails, security camera footage, and witness testimony, which suggests that Trump obstructed that investigation after the DOJ attempted to get him to return classified material. They now suspect that Trump personally went through the boxes containing classified documents after he knew that they should have been returned, and he ignored requests from multiple advisors over the course of a year. Even after receiving a subpoena from the DOJ to give back the documents, he then reportedly sought advice from other lawyers on how he could keep them, after his own team told him that he couldn't. The additional component of obstruction of justice is what makes Donald's situation unique from similar ongoing probes into classified documents that were found at President Biden and former Vice President Pence's homes. Frankly unbelievable that we have to even mention those two Boy Scouts in the same story. Since we're going almost entirely full Trump this episode, I want to highlight some reporting from last week that went extremely under the radar. Bloomberg News filed a Freedom of Information request to view Ivana Trump's FBI files, which now reveal that she was under an FBI counterintelligence inquiry in the 1990s, which appears to have resulted from allegations about her connections in Czechoslovakia, her home country. It's not entirely uncommon for the FBI to keep files on Americans and foreigners. And like many individuals with FBI files, Ivana was not accused of any wrongdoing. Of the 190 pages that were released so far, more are coming. 
Her files were classified as secret. And though the exact nature of the inquiry into her isn't clear, it is clear that it involved counterintelligence, it was highly sensitive, and it spanned at least two years. In total, the FBI told Bloomberg that they located nearly 900 pages on Ivana, though they claim that some of the Ivana files were destroyed and others are being reviewed by other government agencies. Maybe Bloomberg can do Ivanka and Jared next. For our final story today, just like the regular news, we end with a scary weather report. Many of the same cities that were hit by a series of damaging tornadoes last week are now in for more of the same starting this afternoon through tomorrow. According to the National Weather Service, the places at the highest level of risk are parts of Iowa and Missouri, with the second highest risk cities being St. Louis, Madison, Des Moines, and Little Rock. Meanwhile, severe winter storms and life-threatening sub-zero wind chills are forecast across the Dakotas, Wyoming, Utah, and parts of Montana and Nebraska. Stay safe out there, and if you are voting in Chicago today, go do it as early as possible. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. While you're waiting for the next news drop, tune into yesterday's episode of the Betches Sub Podcast to hear our hosts chat a Raymond Prep, theirs, New York's, and Marjorie Taylor Greens, before discussing the NCAA women's basketball tournament and the double standards in women's sports coverage that pop out during these historic moments. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.